0: Welcome to Co-op Mode, round 126. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. I am one of your hosts, Todd Oxtra, from Savage Savage. Spooky times still, guys. We're recording this day before <laughs> Halloween. So just indulge us, even though it's on November 1st, which is probably like uh, you know, the armistice day of Germany. I don't know. I'm making this stuff up as I go along. But then I'm joined by oh no, actually Dia de Los Muertos. So still kind of spooky, scary, and respectful of the dead. Um joined by my carnage carrying Canardian, Mark Carabin.
1: How you doing? Welcome to uh this this completely Spooky, not spooky. Yeah. Cause I am I just decorated for, for Halloween tonight. Uh, so we, oh. we had our, our siding and our roofing all redone. And so I had like, um, you know, staging and all that kind of stuff all over my house. Couldn't really decorate. And then they finished and we went away this weekend and now Halloween's here. And it's like, shoot I always I love decorating I love Halloween so much so uh we we went out in the rain tonight and we're just like we got to do this we got to do it tonight let's go so it was dark it was rainy but we got it done and uh and now I'm ready to go but yeah we're recording this and it's like spooky November 1st I don't know
0: You know, you know, we 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 are like it's like Christmas in our house where it's like we don't take down our decorations for like two weeks after anyway, so mm-hmm. it's gonna feel like Halloween for two more weeks. So just like this, you know, what? Yeah. you know, you, you, you let you know people are trying to push the holiday stuff right now, Mark. Like Christmas, Hallmark movies, and it's like no, mm-hmm. no, hold it back, hold no. back the damn. Yeah. We gotta let this. We gotta let, enjoy this a little bit longer. I'm wearing my if you watch it. I'm wearing my Monster cereal shirt, new year, new shirt this year. It glows in the dark. I'm. All in. That is awesome. And we carved our pumpkins last night. We watched The Haunted Mansion. Uh, Well, we watched part of The Haunted Mansion. Yep. I had to give up on that movie. (laughs) (laughs) The
1: (laughs) the new one?
0: The new one. The new new one. Oh, boy. It was rough. It was really rough. I'm like, they just really struggle with that property. But
1: oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. I found that there were, there were a few parts that I was like, yeah, this is, I I see what they're doing. I found, uh, the third act was a little less interesting than, than some of the other stuff. Um, or like more, I don't know. It just kind of, it felt like it was just going somewhere and somewhere. And then they were like, Hey, we got to wrap this movie up. Um, it was, it was like a fun, like a cute Halloween movie. You know what I mean? Like if you're looking for something like really scary or something, like I'd put it in the same lines as maybe not as iconic and classic instantly is like hocus pocus but like it's you know it's it's just it wasn't like jump scare or anything it was yeah. just like a movie that happened to have some ghosts in it yeah. um I, I, lo- I love a good spooky
0: and I also love the scary so um we were been watching the Goosebumps series on Disney Plus and that's a lot is of is it good actually. I want to get into it it's really fun and what they yeah. do mark is like it's got a full arc but every episode is based on one of the books like The Haunted Mask. The dummy nice. uh you know it's so it's it's really good and uh it's really funny because justin long has become like the he's not he, he's he's kind of a pseudo b-tier celebrity mm-hmm. actor and he's not afraid to be in anything and he's not afraid to like just do stuff he finds fun and he always puts 100 he's kind of like a major star within this which is great so i appreciate nice. justin long nice. just going along for the ride but um but you know what uh, Mark
1: Genslinger and new girl was always fantastic. I always loved. it. Oh yeah. Gens yeah. Made it, an appearance. yeah. I just, I just finished watching that show about two weeks ago.
0: Yeah. Nice. That was a show where it definitely struggled at the end. Cause you could just tell that just, it was hard to keep the crew together. Yeah. But um, definitely recommend it. Love it. Um, so folks enjoy your trick or treating. If you did, and you're eating your candy af- uh, while you're listening to this episode, don't eat too much check your candy um, and nobody's going to put drugs in your candy. Cause why would they waste it on other people? Um, oh, well, <laughs> we're going to talk about something before we get into our patrons. Cause we love them. But before we do that, we are going to have a guest. We're going to have Lee Navarro, uh, our first guest on co-op mode ever. And a good friend of the show. He's one of our uh, admin folks on our discord. And Lee is the charge of Phoenix overdrive, uh, a great uh, for our podcast, they don't really podcast anymore, but they have found their calling when it comes to extra life and raising money for kids, sick kids in hospitals. And, um, it's, it's really amazing. They've been doing that for, Oh God, five years now, probably. Um, and this has been embraced by several communities, carpool gaming. Uh, I, I believe, you know, the PS trophy room with Joseph Moranic and Kyle Stevenson and all those folks and a bunch of other people also get involved. And, um, Marcus O'Neill's son is a, uh, I would say, kind of like uh, the star of that show because he is a, a child uh, mm-hmm. that is in and out of the hospital just because of you know the circumstances that are beyond his control. But um, it's it's really important that uh, people help these kids that are in a hospital. If, we, if we've got healthy kids, we're very lucky. Those who don't, uh, I I feel so uh, you know bad for them in their circumstances, but uh, they're stronger than most of us are. Um, So we wanted to uh, call out this since Lee isn't here to talk about it. So Mark, um, this is uh, coming up this weekend, uh, November 4th and 5th. A lot of folks are making the trek to Rome, New York. Um, Mm -hmm. I know we've tried to attend, but it's just not a great time. My son's birthday is this weekend. You've got a birthday coming up. Uh, A lot of things are happening this time of the year, but they will be streaming, uh, doing lots of events. And above all, even if you can't attend, donate. So, Mark, um, mm-hmm. I know they always give away great prizes, and they do some great streaming all day long. Um, and so, I'll be checking it out uh, as yeah. much as I can on their streams.
1: Yeah, me too. Uh, my yeah, my birthday's Saturday as well. So, um, yeah, so I'm not really. We we have some other like family plans and some other things going on, and um, yeah, I haven't really streamed in a long time, so I don't know what kind of streaming impact following I could get, uh, anyway, but, um, it's, it's always been a fun time to participate or watch or just be anywhere related to, uh, like, like Todd said, if you can't, if you're not participating, uh, share, if you can donate, do that. If you can't donate, just tell people about it. Just, you know, try to make the, as big of an impact as, as we can, uh, as a community, and and as as listeners of you know the podcasting community so um what what phoenix overdrive does what all of these different um you know podcasters and um and streamers do is amazing every single year i'm always shocked by how much everyone raises it's it's always amazing so uh, i hope this year is no different
0: Absolutely. Um, and we can do more together. Things uh, Overdrive, they have a goal of $40,000 this year. They've already raised 4500 without even really doing any major events yet. So that's going nice. to be coming up. We'll share this in the podcast notes so you know how to reach out. And we'll be talking about it in the Discord. Lee always posts there. And then we yeah. can share it, obviously, across social media and let everybody be engaged. And uh, if things change next year, maybe I'll actually use my PC for good, Mark, and learn how to stream and not feel like a moron. So we'll see how that goes. (laughs) Yes. So, so folks, yes, check out PhoenixOverdrive.com and extra life and help some sick kids now. So with Mark, uh, now we need to, uh, do our due diligence and, uh, thank our Patreons. So Mark, uh, you want to tell a little bit about our Patreons?
1: I do. Our Patreons, a great place to go to get, Inside exclusive things, there's a few exclusive shows, there's some time stuff. I have a couple of things coming up uh, that I can talk about here, even though it's not super relevant to video games. But on the Star Wars side, I just interviewed Timothy Zahn over the weekend. I'm going to be posting that up as a Patreon-timed exclusive, uh, so our Patreon listeners will get that one first. I'm also going to be interviewing Sam Maggs, who wrote wrote, uh, Star Wars Battle Scars. Uh, I was speaking to her on the weekend and and the, the con that I went to that was organizing all of this um, had 15 minute interview blocks. So I introduced myself to Sam before we were supposed to record and we basically spoke like, you know, for a few minutes. And then she said like, you know, are you, are you like in a rush to do this? And I was like, not really. Uh, and she was like, well, Let's let's give ourselves more time. Like I can do a half hour or an hour. She wants to just like call me sometime and we'll just chat and have an extended interview that won't be as rushed as 15 minutes. And I'm talking like 15 minutes like introduction, pleasantries, setup, yeah, shake hands afterwards out the door like the the timothy's on interview i think is going to be about 14 minutes because the dude wouldn't stop talking which was awesome <laughs> um which was awesome like he looked disappointed yeah. when i had to be like hey we got to wrap this up because i could see the halcon guy being like come on guys there's someone else waiting for this room because it was like the one interview room for everyone um so i saw uh what's his name um from the mummy um billy zane uh- no, uh, well, at the, the, the like, guardian, <laughs> the the guardian, um, guy, uh, oh, Odette? the actual mummy. Odette fair. No. Odette fair. Um, he was in the interview room before me and Timothy's on were, um, so I was like, Oh, Hi, uh, <laughs> he kind of like went off somewhere and then I was leaving. And then uh, on the way back, I was coming down the e- a- escalator and and um, uh, Chad Michael Murray was going up the ex- escalator and it was just like, Hey, that's cool. Um, and my wife was very jealous. So there, yeah, there was like a bunch of like weird, like little celebrity spottings, but Timothy's on going up soon. Patreon exclusive. They'll get that for like a week or so. And then I'll post it for everyone. Uh, and I'll do the same thing with Sam Maggs. Uh, there's a bunch of other shows, Todd, Charlie, you guys are always doing like fun and exciting different things with, with your show. So if anyone's interested in checking out all of this stuff, you can actually get a seven day free trial by going to patreon.com slash secret friends unite. Uh, we also have to thank our friends with benefit tier. That's Corey and HD, John the Phoenix sisters, cosplay, and, Brennan Myers. Brennan, I'm not reading that whole name. Uh, I know it's just to piss off Joseph Moran. So with extra life happening right now, we don't want to piss off Joseph Moran. because He's going to be saving, saving some money uh, or or uh, earning some money for for some sick kids. Uh, So there we go. Um, The BFF tier. Can't thank these people enough. Uh, Sean, Stella and Henry Nias, Missy Merchant, Andy Milliken, Absolutely the best. And we have the Phoenix sisters cosplay to assign a power up to, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yes, we do. And, um, there are two of them. So Kelly and Crayley. and they both do cosplay. Uh, they are a lot of fun. And actually Kelly has a book she has wrote. She's wrote two books, I believe. So she sells those as well. So, uh, with that information, Mark, and they're big cosplayers,
1: um, what
0: do you, what kind of power ups would you
1: give both of them? Hmm. You know, with a name like Phoenix Sisters Cosplay, I'm going to give one the disguise ability from Fortnite. Uh, which allows you. Usually, you have to talk to someone, or you go enter something uh, like a telephone booth or something like that, which is a great throwback to Superman. Uh, and you you can change your disguise, and then NPCs will leave you alone, or people like other players will think you're a shrub or um, you know a, a stack of tires. I was running around the other day disguised as a porta potty. And <laughs> not, it was not, fantastic. Not <laughs> it was so good because it Did doesn't someone try to use you. <laughs> no, but it was it was great because I actually went for a swim. I had to cross a river to get to to another location, and and I'm just like swimming as this porta potty, and it was just completely just the most ridiculous thing in the world. And people um, thought the
0: Metal Gear Solid box was weird.
1: I know. Yeah, it's so uh, so ridiculous. But that's so that's the the power. I'm say and, and I'm going to let the sisters duke it out for who wants which power. I think I'm not going to assign a specific one to one person right now because I want to cause some sibling conflict. Uh, so the other one, <laughs> the other one that I'm going to assign is right in the name, Phoenix. I'm going to assign the ability to call uh, Phoenix down. Anytime you need to, so you can help revive your fallen teammates.
0: Ah, like uh, Final Fantasy, the the, the Phoenix down. Final Fantasy,
1: yeah, very nice. Yeah, I like that. So that's yeah. One has unlimited Phoenix downs, and the other cosplay. So I'm I'm getting both parts of the things there. I like that, and then some sisterly conflict. So um,
0: all the words, perfect. So um, I'm going to go down kind of a similar path because of cosplay. So uh, we think of skins and armor and armor sets like that. So I'm going to allow them to imbue like their power up is their um, garb always gets plus five health. That's like, it's like, and whatever they've got, it, it always stacks. So extra five, extra five. So that's, that's one of theirs. So they can choose that, you know, brain slicker or, uh, I don't know. Uh, what was the, what was the, it was, um, uh, the division where it was like, Hey, bunch of hoodies that are plus 25 armor. I'm like, uh, why does a hoodie have armor? I don't know. It's the division. That's what they do. Um, the other one would be, uh, Phoenix, uh, laying to that point mark as well um but i'm thinking of more like um fire ability so um uh, basically yes. you get the fires of the phoenix and you can do like a raging fireball but it, it's it's always on uh, it basically it's got unfortunately has a very slow recharge to get go back so basically you get to use it probably every you know five seconds or so kind of like diablo where you get that that uh, recharge on your ability but there you go you can use fire mm-hmm. uh, i think fire is cool fire fire Thanks, Beavis. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go, uh, Kelly and Crayley, Hopefully, you enjoyed that. And I think we're caught mm-hmm. up, Mark. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we will see if we get generous and go back and and, and loop back around again. And Charlie told me uh, you guys need to get on the uh, extra bonus uh, stuff with uh, your podcast as well.
1: Yes. Yeah. We we had been slack. So we're yeah we're gonna we're gonna hit that hard uh, in the in the coming weeks.
0: So there you go. You uh, Charlie needs to do that with the Star Trek stuff too. So there we mm. go. He told me to talk to you about it. So sorry we're having a uh inner podcast uh, discussion right now. So <laughs> enjoy that so you Star Trek fan, Star Wars fan and Star Trek fans. Enjoy uh so with that something uh you know what i think i think everybody's gonna enjoy this one um and uh that is our buy return this week and it's all about halloween candy and i was kind i played a i played a treat not a trick and like didn't pick like the worst candy like you know candy corn circus peanuts uh black Mm. licorice i don't know name mark name another bad candy Mm. is there weird like candy candy? i'm not aware of
1: I don't like. Did, I don't know about you. My grandmother, God rest her soul, um, but she always had like a, a just a, a like a plate or a bowl <laughs> of like uh, of hard candy. Oh, the Bronx. that would always just uh, kind of just con congeal into one massive hard candy. Uh, I don't know if anyone else's grandmother rocked that little like glass dish bowl kind of combo thing um and there'd be like a cover on it but it would just you'd open up the cover and you'd be like yeah i'll have a little peppermint hard candy and you go to try to take one and the whole thing just comes out in the shape of the bowl and you're like well maybe not today um (laughs) i know what you mean that one yeah Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My dad like
0: Necco wafers, Mark. They were the worst candy in the world. They were like depression candies that you didn't actually right. have to eat now that it's no longer in the depression, but they were like chalky and they tasted of like nothing. It was like, why would you eat these dad? But it was like nostalgia candy for some reason. I don't know. Oh, well. Uh, oh well. Uh, but I picked Reese's peanut butter cups, M&M's, and I wasn't specific on the type of M&M's, uh, and Snickers uh and maybe it's hard because with m&ms get the old standbys you've got uh there's a billion kinds of m&ms these days there's like mocha there's cappuccino there's uh crispy so quite honestly it's and we have an m &M store at the mall of america too and i'm like wow even you can get them customized too it's pretty cool so there we go mark so i'd say these are all pretty top-tier candies great great choices i gotta
1: say all right. So, what would you buy or return? This is tough. This is tough. I think every once in a while I will, I do love a Snickers bar. It's so like chocolate weakness for me. Chocolate peanut butter though, you're hitting on some some other level stuff right now. So, that's why I'm going to start by returning Snickers because I have to be in the mood for a Snickers whereas if you put chocolate and peanut butter in front of me, I'm going to eat it. Don't care. Just like turkey dinner, I'm stuffed, I can't move. You're like, Here's a Reese's cup, and I'm like, I'll find some room, all right? Like, don't <laughs> slide worry, slide it,
0: it in, slide that's, it in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how it's working. Uh, so th- that would usually lead me to make Reese's my buy, however, you brought up a great point about multiple. Kinds of M and M's. So if you're throwing some peanut butter M and M's in this mix, oh, okay. oh my friend, those are a weakness. Because regular M and M's, I don't like. I I don't know if our listeners are going to know what Smarties are, and I don't mean the little chalky American version of Smarties. Like I'm talking charts. The- yeah, yeah. No, return those every day. I'm talking the Canadian Smarties, which are like M&Ms, but better. If any other people are saying that M&Ms are better than Smarties, Canadians, listen, I'm watching, I'm listening. You're wrong. Smarties are better. Okay. So, but like peanut butter M&Ms beat everything. Oh man, this is tough. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna buy MMs just because you said blanket statement. Every M&M, if you said regular MMs, that's my return. But because peanut butter could be an option there, I'm buying those. I'm I'm renting Reese peanut butter cups, which hurts me. But there's also so many different kinds of Reese peanut butter cups. Do you try the ones with the potato chips in them? Oh yeah. I don't expect those to be good. In there. those yeah. are good. Those were surprisingly good. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. <sighs> this is a tough one. I think I'm. I got to stick with that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna buy even have peanut butter Snickers. Mark. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Why
0: You butter. said this
1: was easy. and you keep throwing these things. I'm gonna buy M Ms, but only the peanut butter ones. <laughs>
0: You're like the <laughs> star that in your writer. is like I only want green M and M's. Get the red of All those trash candies can. out of there. <laughs> the blue
1: and the orange peanut butter M and M's hit different. Okay, especially the blue. Well, ones. It used to be
0: tan. They before blue, it was tan, tan, yes. tan, like tan khaki. Backwards? What <laughs> khaki? Khaki is a color and a pant. <laughs> No yes. tan existed in like until like 1989, so Mark was like a wee lad. You could get tan. I, was M&M- say, I don't
1: think I had M Ms before 1990. Camel brown. brown. I don't so know. That's, is that a better
0: description of the color? I mean, it I is. I know the
1: color you mean, but it's not a M M&M and M candy coating that I'm familiar with. Um, that's confusing. Some people call uh, them beige. Ugh. I don't want to eat a beige candy. That sounds like a Depression era nostalgic kind of thing. Uh, Okay, so guess what, Mark? Fun fact: M and M's, 1954,
0: peanut M and M's were introduced only in tan.
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness! The peanut M and M's return. Peanut butter. Oh no! Oh Uh, no! You like your peanut only in 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 butter form. (laughs) <laughs> that's it yes i'm weird like that i do like peanut peanut m and sure. do. sure but uh, but not as much as peanut butter um so buy peanut butter m ms rent okay. reese's peanut butter cups return snickers this was harder than i i had to make it
0: See, what, i kind of to tortured go, you then to, in a lot of ways i made it harder than it had to be it's not like trash candy did. was thrown in like what's the worst trash candy okay they're all trashed and i can right. care less moving on yeah.
1: Yeah, which apparently was Brennan Meyer's choices for all of these. Like that. Like we'll get to his after yours. What's what's what? How are you feeling here? Well, this is hard because my family makes fun of me
0: because I'm a guy. If I get like a like a little pint of ice cream or whatever the smallest like Haagen Dazs sizes, I will have like three spoonfuls and I'll put it away. I'm okay coming back in a couple of days getting more. They are the oh that is a one serving opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) So they make fun of me, Mark. And it's like, and then I go back, throws out the lid when they open it. That's the kind of, they're just, it's it's once opened, it will expire immediately if you don't And then they're like, I'm like, where's it all at? And they're like, well, (laughs) if you really wanted it, you would have ate it in like three days. (laughs) Why are you forcing me to timelines for the food? I love, I like a taste. I like to make it last. Um, so, I am a guy that I like something, but I don't like an excess. I will like a little taste gets me far. So that's where like, that's where I'm like hard. Like which ones do I really want? Which ones can I can go back for more versus I'm don't want anymore. So that's where this is going to be really dumb. That's why I like this, the, the fan, the, the kid size, the treat size, uh the, what is it? Right. The small, yep. fun size. So that's fun, the, size. that's yeah. name. fun size. I really like fun size. Cause I feel like I can eat more of those. And I'm and, and essentially three of those are the equivalent to one candy bar. So, um, but you know what? I am gonna go with Snickers. I'm gonna buy Snickers. I love a good Snickers. It's got a little bit of everything under the sun. It's got your caramel, your nougat, your your nougat, your 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 peanuts, and it's great, especially in the fun size because I feel like I can eat two or three of those. I'm like I'm good to go. I and I you mm-hmm. know I'm good to go. Um, I'm going to rent Reese's because I love Reese's cups. But man, oh man, it's a very hefty treat. I mean. It's a lot of peanut butter <laughs> yeah. and peanut butter is yeah. not exactly a yeah. light thing. So, um, I love my peanut butter toast, love that. So I'm going to rent, uh, Reese's cups and I eat my, I don't know if you've seen all the Reese's cups commercials. I love them. They're just fun. Um, you know, the, 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 the Dracula eating the, he has the two fangs in it. And it's great. I always eat the edge of the chocolate first. Not yeah. sure why. Don't okay. know why, Mark. It's just that it's my thing. It's right. my kink, <laughs> my chocolate kink, <laughs> but I love it. I, I love that, and they're actually really good frozen, too. I put them in the freezer, really good, too. It's different. It, it eats different. Try one.
1: You might I hate it. have to it, run to but, the store. Yeah. Okay, there we
0: go. <laughs> i we, got so much candy, I think I oversold, because it's going to be like 30 degrees here fahrenheit which is all it's freezing um so we may not get many trick-or-treaters so i will have a lot of candy left over um and then you know lastly m&ms i don't know i I, i've never loved m&ms i don't know they just don't do much for me even the different varieties i like reese's pieces better than um uh chocolate uh, peanut butter m&ms
1: okay yeah yeah if you threw reese's pieces in this it'd be a different uh, different mix. not sure why. Cause it's like, uh, M&M has a chocolate shell where Reese's has like, is it a peanut butter shell? I don't know. No, it's like, it tastes a, a little like different. Candy coating. Or yeah. 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 So it's colder. It's colder there than it is here. Cause it's, it's still, um, I don't know what the conversion is, but it's, uh, hold on. I'm going to figure this out. It's like, it's still like 40, 46 ish right now. So Yeah. Yeah, fair okay. night. So, yeah, you guys yeah. are you guys are chilly. Yeah. Well,
0: uh, I think the person that made the smartest choice, though, <laughs> he said, "Screw your choices. I'm picking my own candy." And our f- friend, the winner gamer, basically said, "Trade it all in for Butterfingers." And you know what? I love a Butterfingers. I just uh, I just do. Uh, you know, Bart Simpson said, "Better not lay a finger on my Butterfinger." He's absolutely
1: right. It's a great candy. It's a good candy. Oh. You're telling me you'd trade in Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and any flavor of M&M for Butterfingers? I can argue against Snickers versus Butterfingers. Let's go. But, like, you're not talking Wonder Bar. You're talking Butterfingers? Mm-mm. No Wonder bar. What Bar? You, you're bringing Wonder some bar. Canadian nine cents into this work. What is a Wonder Bar? You don't have Wonder bar down there?
0: Is, is that like a German thing? A wunderbar. Isn't that what they say? Probably. I, I'm looking this up. What is a Wunderbar? What? A Wunderbar is a movie on Walmart. Um, Wunderbar no. is a thing in New Jersey. Doesn't even come up in my search in Google, Mark. What? There's a film. No. Yeah, I look up Google. I mean, I put a candy after it because apparently it doesn't recognize it as a thing you'd eat. What? I'm Yes, it's Wunderbar. Wunderbar. Okay. Cadbury Creamy pin. Okay, this is on... I can buy it on Amazon, apparently. Um, yeah. It's by Cadbury. You don't That's have Wunderbar? No. Cadbury apparently was banned in the United States. They only go to, like, the... I mean, they're obviously UK and Europe, and then they go to Canada, but they, they don't go to the US.
1: What the fudge? Yeah.
0: <sighs> I don't even know what to compare this to. It's like a whatchamacallit? That's a, that's an actual candy bar. What's whatchamacallit? whatchamacallit? What I don't It's probably a wonder bar. We're both saying that. What is this? <laughs> I, know, <laughs> and I know.
1: Okay. I <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who knew this was gonna be such a controversial segment? I
1: every time I learn something new about the states, it hurts my brain.
0: And when I look up whatchamacallit, Mark, I put them in the it's like the first search is the candy bar. It's by Hershey. Okay. And it's actually, whatchamacallit, all one word. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's got like, uh, it's peanut-flavored crisps,
1: caramel, and chocolate. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Um, I knew you guys didn't have Coffee Crisp. You don't have Crispy Crunch either, do you? What? You guys have Crispy Crunch? Crispy with a K or something? No. No. Oh, okay. I don't know them. We're just going to turn this into the the candy bar show. <laughs> like, what do you we have we in Canada. What do you to like
0: <laughs> ways the US and Canada are going to go to war because like That's we it. we worship different candy <laughs> And
1: food you don't, and don't candy. have you don't have Kinder surprises because you just eat everything No, we whole do now. Things, we do oh, now. Shit. They they really? removed okay. the threat of like
0: the toys that would kill people? Yeah. Apparently yes. they like
1: it's what why they didn't get a bump of that with the mission launcher, Mark. It's because somebody, like, ate a missile. <laughs> I thought it was kids were just shoving the entire eggs into their gullets like snakes. Probably, and, and then they couldn't, toy they inside they couldn't dissolve the toy.
0: <laughs> they died upon pooping. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> it
1: wouldn't make it. Don't. we
0: got to move on to the news. <laughs> <laughs> we do, we do. Oh, well, you know what? Uh, you know, leave a comment below. Let us know what you
1: think? <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs>
0: okay. Let's get into something probably hopefully less controversial. That's Never. the news you can use. Woo. Um, Mark. So the first story is kind of like, I kind of expected this, but I, I don't know if you did, but basically Xbox with their gaming studios now with Activision, they probably have more studios than anybody under the sun. Now, like 35, we talked about it's huge. Um, so Xbox was going to have to reorganize to basically, um, manage all of their properties to make sure they're managed appropriately get the right resources uh, all get you know they obviously have to have a schedule for all of the windows to make sure you know they're all aligned. Um, mm-hmm. and the, uh, you know the biggest thing you know the, the biggest stumble they've had recently was the redfall release where they said we kind of didn't put all resources against it. It's kind of in the, the middle of the merger so they want to avoid that and want to make every game that come out basically have its you know grand showing uh, has the best effort forward. So because of that, they're reorganizing. Um, one of the big things though, Pete Hines from Bethesda is retiring. And this might because of it, (laughs) because he was not going to get promoted into one of these bigger roles. Yeah. And actually, uh, ZeniMax in Bethesda is actually now going to have more oversight, um, from someone who is just, uh, basically promoted, and that's Matt Booty. So Phil Spencer Mm -hmm. basically made an announcement about his team because he's still in charge, but he's kind of uh, basically reassigned roles. And um, two of the bigger people that we know of, uh, Matt Booty and Sarah Bond, really um, are kind of what we would say the leaders of Xbox now in regards to divide and conquer under Phil. Um, And it's so funny, Mark, because Bobby Kotick is... They already announced he's leaving at the end of the year. He's way Mm -hmm. at the bottom of this org chart. If you looked at it, he's like (laughs) almost, he is just above like the chief of staff of gaming, which essentially is like the secretary admin assistant. Mm. So good job, Bobby. So he's gone. So that's going to be another position they will fill. I don't know how they'll organize that. And if it'll be an Activision employee, I think, and I think a lot of people would hope it would be somebody outside of Activision that is in charge of a better culture. Um, yeah, so with that, Matt Booty is not I, I
1: basically – Oh, I, I, I would imagine Xbox is going to put their own person in there. I'm going to say it's going to be someone from either an Xbox studio or or Microsoft that's going to take over there. I, I would not assume that they would promote someone from inside Activision, Blizzard, um, King. That That's yeah, going to be I, my guess just because they want a culture change there. And I think Xbox is that that's one of the first things are going to just be like, okay, who's great. You over here. Thank you. And it's, it's going to be, um, you know, either the higher up from another studio that really works and has a good community culture and all that kind of stuff. And they'll move someone else in that company up to the head spot, or they'll take like that second in command from one of those like really well-working companies and be like, okay, here's your new studio. Like, I don't, I don't think it's going to be an internal Activision uh, promotion, but I, I could be wrong I could see it from coming from both ways, but my feeling is they're they're going to promote from within Microsoft, Xbox, or one of their studios before they look at who's in Activision.
0: I think you're right. And I think what we're going to see is instead of seeing Activision as its own separate node, kind of like Bethesda back in the day, used to have like Microsoft and Bethesda. I think it's just going to roll all under Xbox, and they're going to be part of the big family, like Insomniac is at Sony. And you'll see that Activision Blizzard uh, bubble go away. It'll fall under Mad Booty, as under software for, for games. And then he'll probably select someone either from maybe already on his team, that he's, he's confident in, knows their leadership style, uh, understands, they understand Microsoft and what they expect out of Activision, uh, and then yeah. probably promote somebody within Activision as well that is probably viewed as kind of like a um, a good person. That's part of the good parts of Activision to basically Mm -hmm. say you need to respect Activision, you know, the good parts of Activision, Blizzard, things like that. So I could probably see that, too. So uh, Matt Booty is now in charge of all games, all things games, which is kind of crazy. That's one guy with so many studios. So I'm guessing he's going to have a lot of really important people below him that keep him informed and up to speed. And then Sarah Bond, who, you know, she's become, you know, she was was so funny because she got to be a part of the trial of Activision division which i'm sure she's like i don't really want to do this but hey why not and she she is really rose up the the ranks in like the last six years she's been there she's going to be in charge of basically hardware and services so that's kind of like games hardware and services where the two of them will work together and then under phil so this is i think this is great um phil has been with the company a long time no one stays forever at a company um and we know that eventually someone will take over. Uh, but it's kind of cool that we could see either Sarah or Matt probably mm-hmm. take over. Although I've heard potentially maybe a marketing
1: person like Jarrett
0: West in this chart could also be involved. I don't know. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Yeah. I, I really hope if they're, they're going to eventually replace Phil that they get someone with that kind of energy and respect for gaming as a whole. Yeah. Um, you know, if it's and and whoever it is, it doesn't matter. If it's a marketing person, hopefully it's you know a marketing person that also understands gaming and and everything that that Phil seems. It, it, I think he's going to be a hard person to replace. Um, you know, but we've seen big companies have good replacements. And we've seen big companies have bad replacements. Um, You know, Apple under Tim cook, Tim cook's definitely not another Steve jobs, but Tim cook was definitely the guy that they needed to understand the supply chains, understand where Apple had to go, understand the people he had to put, you know, beneath him to, to pitch those products and to build the things that they needed. And then we saw the complete opposite of Disney of like, you know, they were giving, you know, The 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 Bobs, the battle of the Bobs, you know, Iger kind of like, Hey, I'll give this up, but I kinda still want to be in charge in a weird clandestine kind of way. And then um, you know, the the replacement bob was just kind of like, ah, no, I'm gonna do things my way and I'm not listening to you and anymore as soon as you're out the door. Like big clash, now Iger's back and things are still in shambles. And um I really hope that doesn't happen to Xbox.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting because under uh, Phil, he has really been transparent. He's been present. He has put a focus on, I would say, the things that gamers care about. I don't know. I mean, I know they had a good uh, last quarter in regards to revenue. The hardware was down, which uh, that doesn't surprise me because at this point, um, it's, it's really about the games and the services they're on and they're growing pc people don't need a box if they own a pc <laughs> well, so it becomes that's where the growth area is. so i think that they're good to go there and and he i think where right now is games were a problem where they were losing studios now they've got more studios they can count now it's you know grooming them to be you know put out those games that we really want to play so we'll see how it goes and i think phil is like leaving the 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 I think he's grooming leaders to take over for him. So it wouldn't be surprised. Um, you know, if he decides to leave, we'll know whether they're in good hands, either with somebody that's in charge of uh, the hardware, the software or the games, hopefully. So we'll see how that goes. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, But with that, Mark, uh, so that was like kind of like the dry news. But uh, it obviously lays into their strategy, where they're going, and where they're going is uh, creating a new showcase, which was kind of interesting. So this isn't like their big like Xbox Direct, uh, their big game at E3. This was not their big like four hour streaming, uh, where it just feels like okay, that could have been thirty minutes of trailers. And so they said okay. Here's 30 minutes of trailers. And that's what they did with the Xbox partner preview. And these are essentially games that were coming out within the next uh, six months and games. A lot of these were games you already knew about. Um, Not all these games were on game pass, but some were, which was kind of cool. And I always worry about these things. Yeah. And that was thing. And I don't know, Mark, is that, is that something when you hear Xbox is going to talk about games, is that, and maybe that's how I am, but I, do you always think that every game is just going to be on Game Pass when you hear them talk about a, a presentation?
1: They've, they've really made that like stick in your mind the last couple of years. Like they've really drilled that home, especially at things like, you know, E3 or Game Awards or whatever. Anytime they announce something, it's Game Pass, day one Game Pass, Xbox exclusive Game Pass included. Like it's just it's drilled in so much that when it's not on Game Pass, I start to, like, it's It's either got to be a big multi-console release, or it seems weird to me. You know, like, if they're talking about, like, if Xbox has the partnership with, let's say, Ubisoft or something like that to show off the next Assassin's Creed game... I understand that it's not going to be on Game Pass, but, you know, they've worked and Xbox gets to announce it on their stage rather than Sony on theirs. Cool. Whatever the marketing deals behind the scene. That's neat. I understand that, but when it's something else that's not showing up on Game Pass, I'm like, "Oh, that's that's weird." <laughs> you know, it's it's yeah. like there's that's that's basically what I've come to expect. It's either big multi-platform stuff or it's a Game Pass exclusive
0: yeah and i'm the same boat xbox is really my game pass uh box and playstation is my first party games and then if it's a third party game you know either one can go either place um and that's why i always hope like the big third party games will go to game pass and it's like okay i'm good to go there um and then nintendo it's just you know it's their first party is always the the games i go there unless it's like you know it's exclusive from like a indie game or something like that um so so this was pretty short it was a different type of presentation 30 minutes roughly um it was about 12 games total and like i said it was just trailers uh it was only broken up with these cards that would come up to say a little bit of something about the game like when it's releasing whether it was on game pass or not and that was about it Um, or they're like go to xbox wired to learn more And that was about it, which was kind of cool. So uh, the games that we're getting are uh, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. That is... I couldn't determine if that was going to Game Pass or not. I'd have to look back. But um, that is essentially the Hakuza series that's now uh, been repurposed in Like a Mm -hmm. Dragon because apparently the mob in Japan's... Their license is really expensive. So we're not going to do that anymore. But this game is kind of crazy because it's a spinoff of Like a Dragon. And it's essentially a like a dragon game. But Mark, they introduced this whole side story where you go to this Island where trash is shown up and you use the trash to repurpose it, to rebuild this Island and almost make it like a animal crossing place where you can have (laughs) a hotel, you can build houses, you can fish, you can do all these crazy things. You, it it just, it doesn't make any sense, but it was, it was just a side part of the game called Don Doko Island. I thought it was cute. It's not Sounds for me, cool. but yeah. it, it's kind of fun. So that's coming out in uh, January 26, 2024. Uh, Dungeons of Hindenburg, this is coming to Game Pass. And this is a weird, like, cel uh game where it's an action RPG, but it's set in Germany. Looked kind of okay. cool. I'll yeah. definitely check it out because it's on Game Pass. Why not? Uh, Metal Gear Solid Delta, which is Metal Gear Solid 3. It's the new version running on Unreal Engine 5. They finally showed uh, game footage. And it looks beautiful. Cool. And apparently they are not recording any re-recording any of the dialogue. So you're getting the dialogue awesome. from MGS three. So it's going to be essentially a direct story, but mm. with better graphics and probably tweaked gameplay and Kojima's name is nowhere on this game. So buyer wow. beware. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, arc survival ascended is coming. This is essentially like an upgraded version of arc survival evolved uh, it's a kind of an all in game with dinosaurs and craziness, craziness. This is not the sequel with Vin Diesel. It's, right. it's, it's something I don't play. So if you're into this game.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a series that I feel like I should be into, but I haven't checked out so far, but like, I have some friends that have played it and been like that. That's really, it's really good. You should try it. And I'm like, yeah, I, I need to. And then I haven't. So maybe it, yeah. maybe I'll jump in with this one.
0: Yeah, and it says coming soon. That's the thing. It's like, why would you show a trailer coming soon, but no date? And it just seems right. like, come on, guys, show a date, because then at least you yeah. get excited about it. And where's Vin Diesel? You know, don't tease us with Vin. <laughs> and then Don't show him again. Um, Alan Wake got new gameplay. That game's already out. I've been playing it. I'm going to talk yeah. about it a little bit. So well, I, I never understand why they're going to show a game like two days away from showing it's like Nintendo has an event. Don't show the game that's coming out in three days. Save your time for really stuff. So it's out. Um, so there you go. It's, it's Alan Wake. Play it if you can, because it looks awesome. Um, and I will tell you how awesome this in a little bit. Um, and essentially power washer simulator, uh, has a new game and they're partnering with Thunderful mark. It's called a cool. will not die. It is a roguelike game with science fiction elements. The art sounds cool. Roguelike kind of kills me, but it's kind of like a, a brawler type of game with uh, fast action, but, but it looks really cool. Um, Still wakes to the deep. That's kind of like that. Uh, you're in a the the bottom of a boat, like a, uh, I guess like a cargo ship, and it's right. flooding. But it's like a horror game, mm, so it does yeah. nothing at all for me. I yeah. mean, might be really good in VR, but I don't know. I, I don't Ooh, dig those games yeah. where it's just a survival horror type game where you you basically can't defend yourself. It's kind of like a, mm-hmm. a yeah. It, it just doesn't do anything. Wrong. RoboCop, Rogue City there's a demo for this game. I've heard this game is better than it should be. Like you can shoot people in the junk, of course, but it's also got like fallout elements where it's got like RPG elements. You have interactions with people, but the actual gameplay mark, it's over the top. You can just throw people out buildings. I mean, it's just (laughs) hardcore shooting robocop i mean i guess it's got the spirit of a robocop and it's and that's i like it when games are like that they're like better than they
1: should be which is great especially licensed yeah games. i had i had pretty low expectations for this game to be honest so if it's if it's even good that's going to be better than i expected it to be so if it's like better than it has any right to be okay cool yeah, 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 there's there's certain games like uh, that was that evil was it
0: evil dead. No dead something. The game I played last year was Old West shooting vampires. That game right. was far better than it deserved to be. And I loved it. So this might be my like guilty pleasure game that I maybe put in this year. But if not, I'll get it for cheap mm-hmm. next year. Uh, Spirit of the North 2. That's that game with the fox, but they're in a crow. So okay. they do things and are cute. So there you go. In an icy land. Uh, Manor Lords is coming uh, to PC first, Game Pass, and it'll come to console eventually, but this is almost like one of those civilization, uh, real-time strategy with a bunch of yeah. people, and, uh, you know, they build things, and they probably get cholera. <laughs> Then the finals, uh, that's the last announcement. Basically the finals is a weird multiplayer game with, it's like a game show where Mm -hmm. you're doing everything to rack up uh, winnings and it's through there. Um, It looks really cool. The art's great, um, but it's just not my bag of chips Uh, game. Like that's competitive. um, And it's supposed to have a spectator element to it, Mark. So it's like you get a bunch of people watching. Oh,
1: okay.
0: And, That's really an open beta is coming on. uh, Actually, it's open now. Um, That's going to be reliant on. Do people actually stick around to play it and watch it and things like that? So I don't know. Um, Apparently it's doing well on Steam, though. That's good. So
1: we're both excited it's nice yeah, that's, <laughs> we'll I, don't know. That's just, I think i'd have to it's one of those games that i'd have to like see and maybe participate in to, to tell yeah. if I'm, I'm i'm really like you know based on description i'm like eh, it's a hope it finds audience i guess um but you know it could be one of those things that like you have to be participatory in order to to really kind of you know get the 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 hook so
0: yeah, it's not a battle royal, which is kind of nice to have a new game that's kind of uh, doing its own True. thing in that type of lens. Yep. You don't get a lot of that's not a hero shooter, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what we need. We need more games in other areas so we can get people to have different areas they play in. Um, yes. So uh, that is the weekend gaming news. So uh, folks, uh, if you if there's any new stories you ever want us to touch on, let us know and we can give our two cents on those. Uh, but with that, Mark, uh, we're talking about games and man, there are too many games for my brain to even cope with right now, and I bought too many of them. Mark,
1: <laughs> oh no, uh, I'm not having that same problem. I, I, in in terms of like, I didn't buy anything other than Super Mario Brothers Wonder. So hmm. we can start on that one if you'd like, because we're both sure. we've both shared that experience. Um, and, and I might as well just jump right in because I am absolutely in love with this game. Wonder is the right word to put in that title there is a sense of wonder in every single aspect of this game it's delightful um the just the the animation the life that they've put into this as just from like different animations for power-ups uh just from going, going down a warp pipe and, and you know, the hat flies up and you reach out and grab it and go back down. Um, elephant Mario needing that extra second to kind of squeeze into a warp pipe. Just, there's so much there. There are hidden things in all the stages. There are, you know, in even in the overworld, there's a bunch of hidden stuff in some of them and in others, you know, it's, it's fairly straightforward. Um, It's just, it's so, so good. Uh, I'm glad we're out of the Mushroom Kingdom. We're in the Flower Kingdom. So it's a different, we've got different enemies. We've got different, like I said, power-ups, different worlds, different types of world. The art style is brilliant. Uh, It goes you know the the normal Super Mario Brothers stuff, but then every once in a while it'll drop, and everything's just shadow, or you come up to the foreground, or go way in the background, as just a little surprise. It doesn't overplay any kind of gimmick or anything like that. It's just they they have kind of perfected this two D Mario formula and just taken it to the next level of wonder. Is, is as far as I'm concerned, this is this is. Holy crap, this is magical. Um, Jump in if you want to agree or (laughs) disagree.
0: No, no, I agree. I am not a huge, like – 2d mario fan um a lot of people have affinity for like three or um uh, world as like their favorite and i'm like eh, i i played them i'm like eh, i i get it if that's kind of like we're nostalgic. nostalgia so i was a mario 2 guy because that was like hey i loved mario 1 but man they added throwing things they added all those different things i felt like was just like the beginning of like how do you expand mario and that's three just took it another level and and th- three and world always felt like very similar kind of but one was Mm. just iterative and better uh but yeah where um the new games didn't really do anything for me i don't know if i didn't like how and they've even talked about this they've said wonder they designed the actual control and physics and and mechanics around world versus Mm. new which i always felt like you you kind of were less in control, like you would, wouldn't stop right away. Your your jumping was a little bit less. It was a little more chaotic in those type of games. I want to be precise control. I don't want to feel like I'm skidding when I'm supposed to be stopping. Um, so I feel like this one is definitely uh, more of that. Um, you've got a huge cast of characters you can choose. They all play the same, but they did add like um, Nabbit an and uh, Yoshi for like kids so they can play it and they you know don't die and have fun, which is great. Um, I didn't play any co-op. Uh, I heard the co op's still a little bit funky. So it's it's basically they definitely said play it single first and then play for yeah. fun. But you're never going to go through this game all the way through co-op because it's probably going to drive you nuts because you yeah. have to be this game is hard. And it's I tough, will say yeah. that, and they tell you how difficult it is based on the number of, uh, what is it they have? A little Stars. Thing? Stars. So yep. I tried a four it, level. Number different and
1: colors. color, I think. it's, it's okay. um They change color as they go to different severities. Um, yeah, sorry.
0: Well, I played one of the four. It was the timing one. I don't know if you played it. It was called, what's yeah. it called? Tap, tap, tap. Yeah. So it's called where it's like, d- 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 it disappears and you have to time it just right. And it gets faster. I'm like, after a while, I'm like, I got to stop this. Cause yeah. Todd just had enough. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not like the Uber guy that hundred percent, everything in a Mario game. I have to know my limits and just give up on that extra coin. Cause I'm going to die getting it every time. So mm-hmm. I have to know the limits, but I think they've done a great job of, um, like you said, playing around with the wonder flower, which it mixes everything up. Uh, you only have one real, um, alternative unless they add it in. And I haven't seen it yet. Like it, the, the elephant is truly like your alter ego. And mm-hmm. that is something you can swap out with a fire flower, uh, a regular growth mushroom. And I like There's what the, the drill mark- as well. Oh, the drill. I haven't got that yet. So I'm, that's going to yeah, be coming up for one. me. Um, yeah. The fun part about that is um, they, when you're little Mario, you can still use your abilities, which I love. I always hated the fact that if you're little, you get, you're basically screwed. It's like, okay, you're, it's like, uh, um, Ghosts and Goblins where you're just left in your underwear. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So I like the fact that you do get to use abilities, um, in yeah. the, and uh, you, and
1: you have the bonus abilities too. So they're, and they're, they're just attached. Yeah. The badges at the start of the stage, the badges. Yeah. So they'll, there, there's like a, a timed triple jump or a hat float, I think is one of the first ones you get. Or the, yeah, the wall jump. One, yeah. One that just, yeah. Holds on. So Double, the wall jump one's interesting. Yeah. Um, Oh, that's the other, the bubble flowers is the other power up that they've introduced in this. Um, but the wall jump one's interesting because you can, usually you can do like just the normal wall jump where you jump yeah. to the other wall. This one allows you to do kind of a straight up wall jump, yep. which is great for some stages and in other stages sucks. Exactly. You if, try you're going vertical, if you're going vertical, if you're going vertical –
0: yeah, or the hat you time. want if you're going to traverse uh, and you want to just basically... Uh, the other one that I haven't seen yet is like essentially uh, a grapple hook.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So I haven't seen that yet in the game. They showed it in the trailer, and that looks really cool. I'm like, oh, why wouldn't I just yeah. always want a grapple hook? Because the grapple hook's the best.
1: I, lo- I, I yeah, love there's the... Also- uh, the Superman power jump, I call it is where you like Ah. hold down and Mm -hmm. power up your jump and then kind of like shoot up Ah. in the air. Like you're, you're ready to fly, but you know, eventually gravity kind of grabs you back, but it is quite the jump and really, really helps for some like, I wonder what's up there. Like I can barely reach that coin. I really need to get a running. If this one's just like, nah, I'll just super jump at it. It's uh, it's great. So yeah.
0: And then they added uh, the there's the one power up, which basically it gives you kind of like the uh, mulligan where you fall, you don't land yeah. it and put you back up. There's the uh, what is it? The, the standee thing. I haven't used that yet.
1: Yeah. So that one's really cool for, is that for multiplayer. Um, well, it, th- there's an online component of this game as well. That if you don't even want to play like with people, if you turn the online on you'll see kind of ghosts while you're going through the stage and you can kind of play at the same time as people. And that has a couple of benefits. The first of which is if you die, if you catch up to one of the other people that are playing or one of these standees, you can actually get brought back without losing a life. You have like five seconds as, as a ghost to run around the the stage. Uh, The other thing that the standees are great for, and I've used these, I've placed a few of these myself is if there's a stage where, stuff's hidden. So, so, there's, so sometimes they're, they're hidden by clouds or sometimes you have to punch in a certain place for a platform to come up. You can actually, once you figure out where it is, punch that platform, stand on it, press down an X, you drop your own standee, and then the next person knows where to punch.
0: Ah, uh, It's like the Elden Ring, you leave a note.
1: Exactly. Ah, it's nice, great. Nice. It is so good. And there's been a few stages that I've figured out because of those standees, or I figured out on my own, I was like, I'll leave a standee here. You need to know where the next platform is. So you don't waste your time. And there's no timer in this, but sometimes it gets frustrating anyway. Um, so I've left a couple of standees that, and like some people just leave them all over the place. And it's just like, Uh. "Ah, why'd you leave a standee there? Who cares? But you know, whatever market. that's, it's, it's kids. fun to do. They'll be kids. <laughs> it. It'll be like, kids like it, it's will be kids that like chaos. no harm. You can just run Hell. through them and it's fine. Um, and it's, and they it's really fun want you to, to play do. co-op. Like, to see which one. Yeah. Well, and so online. The there's
0: like, there's like little points. as this play online. online. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: And, and that's not like playing online. Like you're not actually playing with people, but that, that is a possibility in this. You can play two player um, per console online. So if you and I were to play, you and Logan, Loren and I, we can both, we could all four of us could play online, but you can't do like three people on one console and then me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you can't. And then you got one that person that's got the next.
0: crown who essentially it's that's what I've heard in the first part I heard. is like the person, like you never want your kid to have the crown, because apparently no. they'll just go out, they'll just go away and it's like, what are you doing? Come back. Like when I used to play like the Mario games or Lego with Logan, mm-hmm. I'm like I'd like, why did I have a child? <laughs> yeah. You're making my yeah. life miserable or throw. There's no throwing characters anymore. No, so throwing, you're not no like sabotaging. Up. And no jumping sabotage, on each other's heads, is right?
1: Nice. You can't, you can't yeah. jump on each other's heads to, to reach yeah. a higher platform. Um, the the other person's essentially invisible to you on the screen, which is a good yeah. thing and a bad thing because sometimes those carries were what got you through a stage. But yeah, you're absolutely right like it's it's it is tough especially if you want to 100% everything. I'm sure yeah. if you were just playing for the wonder and the fun of playing through and you got the minimal amount of seeds to get through to the next world and you're just running through it, that's going to be where you want to do multiplayer, you want to do co-op, you want to just have some fun and just play it. If you're playing like I'm playing and trying to get every single secret and every single seed and Yuck every single little crevice kind of thing, do not play. Yeah, co-op in any in any way. It's it's yeah. the screen's just not big enough or something. There was constantly if the stage is moving at any pace whatsoever, oh, you guys have to be as in sync. As you can possibly, possibly be. There's no wiggle room. There's no error. As soon as the person with the crown is off the stage, the other person is ghosted and coming back. It's it's really tough, really frustrating. Even Loren and I playing, we played a few stages, and then we got to one of those stages that it's like the stage moves or something's quickly happening, and you have to like, you have to be ready to jump when they, the the disappearing platforms, like you said you get to those stages and it's like you guys have to just be like the most well-oiled machine yeah or someone's getting pissed off yes. and then the next person it'll be like you know the crown will pass and it's like okay you're i guess i guess you're oh, leading you. us now and then it's, it's just yeah, yeah. You, it's it's a it's a test
0: yeah there, there's one level that reminded me of ori the last ori game it was the level with the uh what do they call them? The, the, the oxen, whatever they're called, where mm-hmm. you hit the wonder flower and they start running and essentially you're riding their back. Yeah. And there's also the flood, the, the level is flooding. So you say, mm-hmm. I wanted <laughs> to kill someone. I'm not a nice guy. When Todd's around, the- <laughs> I'm a little ball of stress, Mark. And that was like, I couldn't imagine doing that with two people because yeah. your, your multiple lives would be gone in a second. You're like, Oh crap. We got to do that again. yep Yep. Yep. so um um, but it is difficult and that's where it's kind of fun but you can stick to the easier levels um you can buy things which is kind of fun so it doesn't feel like oh i'm so you know i'm 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 limited on resources uh the Mm -hmm. badges make it cool on ways to different use to supplement your abilities you have to be smart in how you use them um Mm -hmm. yeah so but i i i believe though if you're playing co-op you don't each get to choose different badges. You all have to use the same badge,
1: which you know. correct. Yeah. So,
0: you know, get a compromise.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. single player game first co-op game. Second, I think still fun as long as you're not taking it too seriously in co-op, but yeah. Yeah. One of the best like super Mario brothers experiences in a while.
0: Yeah, I'd I'd agree. I think they added so much. Like, people said, what could they do after Mario Maker 2? Well, I'm like, well, completely add new abilities, all these extra things that you just can't make yourself. It's, you know, you're basically creating new things versus old favorites, which I I think is a great move. And um, yeah, this is going to be a huge game. Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Um, And I didn't have high expectations for it simply because Super Mario RPG is coming out. So quickly afterwards in just a couple of weeks that I really, when it was like two Mario games back to back, it was like, Oh yeah. man, are they just setting wonder up to be like, yeah, this is fun. I don't know. We were playing around. We let a couple of interns build a Mario game and here's RPG. Cool. Like I expected it to be that of just like, I don't yeah. know. We sharded this one out before the holidays just to have uh, something and here it is. And then RPG. It's a remake. Cool. Everyone pay attention. Um, but it's like, this is the best Mario has been in a while. Why are you promoting anything else with his name on it this year? Yeah. Save well, did they really need?
0: I mean, I guess they don't have the Pokemon game in November, so they needed something.
1: I guess. I guess. Mm-hmm. But why not save this? Like, there yeah. was no reason to drop it when it dropped. Yeah. I don't know I'm well, I mean you know I now but yeah you know like it, it this could have been the big holiday release for November and and save RPG or I don't know it, 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 it it's, it's confusing me because I didn't expect it to be this good based on release time and what else they announced at the like you know, coming in. weeks later like a month later it's, it's just like I don't know but it's amazing so if you've been holding off for that same reason don't worry about it.
0: Yeah, and and I think we all expected something different from the next Mario game that was going to come out because we had the movie. We so we thought we're going to get a three D movie or three D game, mm-hmm. and we got something where they went back to the two D. Well, which um, I think a lot of people are saying that this is a pretty tough game. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm glad they added the elements of the um, uh, the, the characters you can play that make it well, pretty much it's the Funky Kong
1: of 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 the yeah. Mario games. Yeah. yeah.
0: Those yeah. characters. Those yeah, yeah, Nabbit. the, the, oh, the way. flutter
1: jump with Yoshis to make it a tiny bit easier. And then yeah. Nabbit just can't be touched. What did Nabbit become a thing? Was Nabbit like one of the Koopa kids? I don't know. Uh, Nabbit was. Was that new, new Super Mario Brothers, wasn't it? Was it? When he was introduced? Yeah. Or they were yeah, introduced? maybe. Oh, yeah.
0: It just seems like they're trying to make him a thing. Hmm. Stop making fetch yeah. happen.
1: Stop making Mibbit <laughs> happen. <laughs> it's, hey, Finn Finn beat one of the stages as Nabbit. I was oh, okay. so happy he got to the end. He threw up his hands in celebration. It was a great, oh, okay. great time. He didn't he, go he after Yoshi? He was frustrated. Well, that's, he like wanted to do oh. Mario at first, and then he wanted to try yeah. Luigi, and he wanted to try. He basically went through every single character, got a little bit further with Yoshi sure. thanks to the flutter jump. But like yeah. Nabbit was just, you can't touch me, right? Yeah. That was it. He got to the end of the stage. He hit the flagpole and the celebration went up and we both went crazy and he went crazy. And it was just, it was like, oh, that's why NABBIT exists. Yeah. yeah. Cool. He's a tank. All right. Now I wish there was a NABBIT mode where he could play as the character he wanted to play as. Rather than like, he he was just like, I want to be Mario. You can ride again. Yoshi like, though, well, can't you? So he no. could
0: be Yoshi and like ha- you could he could uh, ride on mario do that
1: i didn't try that yeah. i'm not sure you can try that see try if he that. likes it you know, He can be out.
0: yoshi yeah. and then he can carry mario dad you can carry me son there you go yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'll try
1: I'll, I'll give that a shot i'll report back okay cool mm-hmm. do you want to talk about one of your games because you have sure. two more and i only have one other thing to talk about
0: Sure, yeah. So I'll talk about Spider-Man 2. So I'll be honest, um, because there are so many games right now I've really just dipped my toe in each one of these. Um, And Spider-Man 2... Is amazing. I don't know what else to say. Uh, in my time, um, the game opens. It's essentially a direct sequel to, to Miles Morales. This is a full game. You can play both Spider Man and Miles. Uh, you're dealing with the story beats of the past two games and where we're at. Um, you get a lot of great interactions with uh, both characters. Uh, they have introduced web wings in this game, each character can use them, and it is awesome. And it is really cool. It makes me think, wow, somebody can really make a Superman game. And it might be Insomniac, but they don't have that DC license. So, um, But it's great. And um, the costumes are amazing. I really think they're cool. Each character gets their own costumes. Uh, You can power up. You have your own uh, skill tree once again. And I was wondering how they would do that. In a way that wasn't driving you nuts, because it's like, okay, well, if I who do I save my points for? And you, it's kind of right. like divide and conquer, which is nice because yeah. you can then each divide each of them up equally, um, and then it's almost like over. It's going to be overkill because it's going to be like the amount of style you can add and the the way you use your weapons and your power ups and abilities It's going to be a lot of fun. And I think they really nailed. Someone said like the Spider-Man games are now like the Arkham games. Probably never yeah. going to get another Arkham game. The combat is amazing. The The flexibility and creativity in your combat is awesome. Um, I've still yet to use any uh, fast travel in the game, even though the game is much bigger, because it's just fun to just uh, traverse. You've got like these uh, wind whales throughout the city, Mark, where basically if you hit it just right, you can fly the whole stinking level. They've got like these, these, um, it reminds me of Superman 64 where you've got like the, the rings and they have right. that in there yep. too, but it's like, it's like the fast mode go. It's, it's amazing. Oh, cool. It's so good. Uh, the game opens up with this. I mean, it's, it's the very beginning of the game. So one piece not be Sandman, a Sandman battle. So that's like your yeah. big uncharted type of, uh, battle, uh, you know, opening sequence. It's, it's really amazing. um, and then where they are going with Craven is going to be really cool. Uh I I haven't gotten to the part with Venom's involved yet, but we know that's coming. So they've shown it it's it's part of the box you can buy it yeah. with uh but I'm excited for it. And I I really people said this is one of the best iterations they've ever done of Venom. So I appreciate that too. I think they do the storytelling fantastically. Nice. Um and there is multiple modes. This is a PS5 only game, but they have done like three different modes you can choose like a really like you can do like a hundred hundred frames per second. They can't exactly get to 120, but they have a hundred frame mode, which is pretty cool. They have like a, uh, all balls to the wall visuals. They made this game at 30, but they, um, essentially would give you all visuals you want. They can do a 40 mode, a 40 FPS mode with just a little bit more bells and whistles. And then if you have a TV that supports VRR with like a HDMI 2.1, mm-hmm. It goes up even from there to almost i think it's right at 60 with Mm. significantly ray tracing things like that so i think i'm glad they're giving me like hey do you care about how the game looks then you get like almost 120 frames per second if you want it to look good but with some bells and whistles there's multiple frames and and when i look at it i'm like i'm playing so fast anyways quite honestly am i really noticing like my reflection in a puddle across you know the, the man
1: you know in manhattan no i'm not so but it's beautiful yeah. it's great it's like it's like when they talk about racing games and they're like each blade of grass has a single drop of dew on it that has ray tracing effects that you can see each individual curve reflected in that drop of dew and it's just like in the game you're just zipping through at like you know if you notice that you've crashed like what happened <laughs> why why did you spend thirty minutes talking about that at E3? But uh, no, it's, that 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 sounds amazing.
0: Yeah, it's it's really good. If I mean, I know you you are not on the PS5 bad wagon, but when you do, Yet. uh play Miles uh, and then Yet. definitely play uh, Spider Man. This is great. Um, I think. I mean, this is Sp- Insomniac's relief. Really, I believe no, they did Ratchet and Clank, but I mean, they are the masters of Sony at, at this point. They've put out three games this generation. That's amazing, I mean it really is. With Miles, yeah. then Ratchet, and then this game, and they're also putting out Wolverine next. I mean, I don't know anybody who has the quality and the rapidity of
1: releases that they do, and I wish you know yeah. we could figure out what their their secret sauce is. Yeah, I'm sure any of the people at Xbox are just trying to figure out that secret sauce.
0: Exactly. It's, uh,
1: yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's awesome. Definitely pick it
0: up. Uh, I ended up getting this. Um, I bought it. I returned the collector's edition because that venom statue they've got is 19 inches big. It's huge. It's a lot of, it's a lot of venom, Mark. Uh, will it's not fit in my glass case. <laughs> so, like, that was my determinant. I'm like, it's not going to fit in there. So, I guess if I leave it uh, out, the cats
1: will chew it to pieces. And you don't want a yeah. cat chewing your venom. I've seen a few people and it's just, it's it's unwieldy how big this thing is. Like, it's just, it's sitting on desks or, like, kind of Fit into um, you know corners of of entertainment units and stuff. It's 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 it's, taller than the PlayStation (laughs) Five. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a wildly big. It's it's an impressive statue. It's it's really really amazing. Um, but yeah, I think they could have gone a little smaller with it or something because I I, have seen a people a few people have like this is awkwardly big for my desk. It's you know how long is it going to stay there? I don't know. Yeah. So Mark, amazing. tell me, so tell me how those Fortnite nightmares are. The Fortnite nightmares are, uh, underwhelming this year oh. a little bit in my, in my opinion, it's like, you know, the, 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 tie-ins, we got Michael Myers, we got Jack Skellington and we got Alan Wake in the game. They did a remake recap of Alan Wake as a special Which I mode. played Mark as Indeed. Alan Wake in the game. I actually got awesome. into Fortnite. Awesome. And Whenever I got the Alan tonight, Wake skin. Okay. Yeah. Wow. They really got you in and got you to spend some V bucks. Look at that. No, it was free. I don't know how I got it. I got it for free.
0: Okay. I, I don't know. Logan might've earned some back in the day. I used, I have a shared account with Logan. That's the problem because he was a kid and I'm mm-hmm. like, well, how do I get it to my account? And I don't know, so I'm just going to yeah. be my
1: son. Okay. Apparently, hopefully, yeah. it was good to people online. But they used to give away f- V Bucks so much more, st- like readily. Yeah. They, like re- early Save the World mode, if you logged in every day, yeah. didn't do a thing, just logged in, um, you just get V Bucks every week or a couple of times a week. And it'd be like a little bit here, a little bit there. And then every once in a while, I'd be like, here's a thousand V bucks. Here's 500 V bucks. And it was like, okay, I log in every day. I've earned a ton of V, Like, it, but you know, that that's kind of gone away. Um, but that's great. I, I'm, I'm glad you got in. You, you tried it a bit and that's, that's kind of, I played the fun. one
0: mode that is kind of like, uh, PVE mode. Uh, scary, like, like crystalline the, the creatures the are coming kind of thing, after yeah. you yeah so that was kind of fun i i, I there were some cool weapons too like a pumpkin launcher so i wish i had gotten those but i still suck at the game so i'm like i i'll
1: bounce in when they do something fun but then yeah yeah, yeah. um and that's it like it's it, the you know they're they're fun modes um that kind of stuff uh but they're they just don't seem to be doing as much in the game for fort nightmares like in the past there'd be like jump scare zombies that would come out of everything or um everything would be decorated this time it's like there might be a jack-o-lantern here and there but it's there's it, it's pretty sparse there's not a ton going on to really celebrate all the skins are back it's great if you want to get some halloweeny type skins i got jack skellington I love nightmare before Christmas. I couldn't get that one fast enough. As soon as it hit the shop, I was like, give me this. Thank you very much. I'm out for the season. Um, so I've kind of finished up this season. The thing I'm excited about, and I've talked to a couple of friends that I used to play Fortnite with that might be coming back, uh, on November 3rd. So this coming Friday, the season ends which means November probably third or fourth or fifth or something, whenever they time it, who knows how long the downtime is they are bringing back the original Fortnite map. It oh, sounds wow. like it's a mini season. They're bringing back the original map and it's not just like POIs dropped on the new map. It is the original, original map. Um, and it it sounds like they're going through each week, is going to essentially cover a chapter of the old game. Uh, And so they're, they're going to be changing some of the POIs because each chapter would change, you know, some of the things on the map and the things would, you know, change and grow and and do whatever. Um, There's going to be remixes of old skins. I've seen a couple of them so far that, um, you know, I have the originals and now I'm going to, I'm going to get those remixes. Uh, And it, it sounds like over the next yeah, like I think five or six weeks, it's it's going to be a map per week or a chapter per week and some pretty crazy throwbacks. So I'm very excited. I've been playing Fortnite for a very, very long time and I'm excited to see some of those POIs again. I've seen the first map kind of leak and it's like, oh my goodness, I remember this place. Oh man, they're bringing that back. Oh man, I can't wait to see this. It's it's going to be so cool. Apparently, there, so there were some things before um, no build mode, before zero build. Uh, obviously, you know, they'd have some high up, some mountains or some cliffs or something that you'd have to build to get up. Zero build mode, how are you going to do that? Apparently, they've just placed zip lines. So you can easily <laughs> cool. just v- zip right to the top of a, a cliff and uh, and duke it out from there. So um, I'm, I'm very excited. I did duck in this morning for the first time in a few days. I got what will probably be my last Victory Royale um, before work <laughs> this morning uh, of this season. And um, I'm very much looking forward to seeing the old map. So the only question I have for anyone listening that used to play Fortnite or that still does play Fortnite is... Where are we dropping? I cannot wait. So if it's you play, so crazy that I, hit me up. A game that people, you know, it's like you're
0: nostalgic. It's like World of Warcraft brought back like their old game, classic is what they're calling it. They brought that yeah. back, so it's kind of fun that like games can like people are nostalgic for what it used to be, and yeah. the fact that they can bring it back, and that's pretty pretty awesome. Um, Mark to to your point on Fortnite, I did do the Alan Wake. Uh, I guess flashback basically it's a retelling of Alan Wake through Fortnite engine, which was very cool. I liked that because it was a good way for me to get up to speed because it's been since the 360 since I played Alan Wake. And uh I I I hope they do more things like that because it was yeah. really cool. And I was looking at like for me though, as a newbie, there's so much in Fortnite when you look at like their menus and they're like oh yeah, I feel like it's yeah. like Las Vegas. The new I'm menu's like, crazy. It's like, I don't know what to look at, but I just noticed there was like epic created areas. I'm like, I wish they would curate it a little bit better to say like, these are the official. I know they try to like put them in there. So you're checking out everything. But yeah. um, for me, I'm glad I noticed that because I'm like, yeah. oh, let me give that a try.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was that's, really cool. I, I, I stick to a lot of that. My, my nephew loves just trying different maps. He's always like, Oh, let's try this one. Let's try that one. And sometimes they're great. And other times it's like, dude, this sucks. We got to bail. Um, but like that, that he, he just loves trying that stuff out. Right. And he loves like Roblox and, and that Mm -hmm. kind of build your own world, try some stupid shit kind of thing. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of more like you. I'm like, uh, give me something that's like curated that I know is going to be good. That I know is not going to waste my time and we'll go from there. So, um, but it's good that there's the options. It's so flexible. So, uh, there's so there's something for everyone. Very cool.
0: And that leads me into the last game I was playing uh, this weekend, uh, Alan Wake 2, uh, playing on my PC. Um, and that game is beautiful. It is. Uh, it pushes PCs, though, by all means. Um, and I was looking at what it recommended. And basically, I just, just NVIDIA is a great just like optimize, click, awesome, you're telling me you know better than I do, NVIDIA. Uh, let's play. And uh, the DLSS 3.5 update, which it includes, really does a good job of frame generation, getting extra frames, beautiful effects, ray tracing, things like that. So it's a beautiful-looking game. Um, and Alan Wake, if anybody knows the story, it's essentially like a Stephen King-style game where you're an author, you have a break re- with reality, you're, you have basically an alter ego, Mr. Mr. Scratch. You're essentially trying to save your spouse significant other. I can't remember if they're married or not, but essentially she goes missing. He goes looking for her. There's, there's the, the, it's like very much like a Stephen King with pages of a book. You have to reclaim it. And the cool gaming mechanic is the flashlight that you aim on your enemies that would basically disperse the uh, negative effect, and then you could use your weapon to kill them. Um, and then you had to look for Duracell batteries because they had a license with Duracell, which I thought was hilarious that you would find those and you'd add them to your weapon. In um, a very funky game, very, very, I think they're Finnish. Uh, th- that's what Remedy is from. They're from uh, Finland. So they a little bit weird at times, and you can see it. Their actors are all like, and part of their, their creatives are the actors too. So sometimes they slip in, instead of having an American accent, because you're up in the Northwest, they, they definitely, it, it's very weird at times. It's like, okay. And then it's like, it's almost like Twin Peaks or um, in their, in their like weirdness with the dark edge, which I like. So this game, uh, it's essentially the sequel to Alan Wake, but you start off as a new character named Saga. And you're basically the POV character who, who doesn't really know anything about Ellen Week. So it's kind of leading you back into this world, which I appreciate quite a bit. She's an FBI investigator. Your partner is Sam Lake, who is the guy who played Max Payne. You've seen his model. He looks kind of funky. Yeah. He's one of the creatives there. I love the fact that he's there, but he's over Hammy and his acting and things like that. Uh, but you're basically investigating a murder. That's why you're brought up there to uh, the town. And they do a cool thing, Mark, where it's like an FBI investigation uh, you're using all of your techniques, and if you've ever heard of the mind palace that the FBI uses, is essentially you create a space in your brain, in your mind, that you're establishing the crime scene and all of its uh, the the evidence and things like that with your you know red 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 thread going thing to thing. So you do that in real time, uh, and then you also do profiling, which is pretty cool mm-hmm. of the killer and all the things. And you your character saga, she essentially has abilities that you don't have. So she essentially can intuit things that you're just going to accept. Like she knows that a character is actually hiding a piece of evidence. I don't know how Mm. she knew it, but she does. So, you know, she's got a little bit more on the ball and it's kind of cool because then it leads you to go and further investigate and things like that. Um, I'm at the very early parts of the actual, like uh, the beginning is really just like a point and click adventure kind of feel. It's beautiful. And uh, Sean Ashmore is in this game because he was uh, right. in quantum break. He's in it. He plays a sheriff um, and uh, you get started getting into the combat. It's very much using the same type of combat. But man, they have ratcheted up and it's far scarier than the first Alan Wake. It is. Well. It definitely is creepier, too. And, uh, I, I appreciate that, but I'm like, I I'm so early on and I need to figure out, um, getting my arms around how I'm going to approach this and I have to be a little more careful. So it's really blending a lot of the more, um, tense moments of resident evil, but with a, I think a better narrative and it's not goofy and over the top, except for some goofy things they put in there, but I really enjoy it. I think it's, it's a really cool game. So if you're looking for a scary game, uh, and it's doing very well, so I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with it. Um, I have to figure out, though, I'm torn. I don't know which game to play next.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so, always uh, always the kicker. Yeah. And, and
0: mo- at least Super Mario Brothers Wonder, I feel like I can play a level. Spider-Man, though, you're yeah. going to get into the narrative, and you have all those side missions, and there's a crime. You get pulled away. And then Alan Wake, I'm like, once I'm in, I'm in. So mm, um, yeah. we'll see how it goes.
1: Yeah. yeah Super Mario Brothers, a uh, good palate cleanser, I think. Yeah. For those, yeah, those two games. You just uh, play, play one level of something goofy and light and then, uh, you know, move on to the story.
0: Okay, so that's what we've been playing. But now we're going to play a fun game of choosing the scary video game characters of Mount Rushmore. So uh, if you don't live in the United States, Mount Rushmore is for presidents. They're iconic North Dakota or South Dakota. Uh, there you go. Uh, and um we've done this on secret friends unite where we pick like four characters you know four video game vill or uh you know comic book villains or things like that so we're picking scary video game characters and mark um obviously you can choose your own or we could come up with our all together it's really mm-hmm. open in the air so we'll put these out there and maybe we'll just collaborate and we we, we kind of come to a uh, concurrence and we say yeah. this will be co-op modes
1: uh, i like that yeah kind of we, we get two each right
0: yeah, so kind of good, well, but
1: I, I mean, I can, I have, I think I can do four, uh, yeah, if, four if we want to, uh, and then it we'll, deep.
0: uh, and we'll figure out, you know, yeah. some sort yeah, of something to each uh, or so I like yours better than mine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so you're thinking for these, uh, I want to get where your head's at before I start going with mine. Um, are you thinking specifically it has to be like scary, scary characters or, it's like because my first thought is is like a dry bones, um, you know the the Cooper. I mean, it doesn't kind of have to be horrific. Like, like, oh my god, it's
0: it's it's uh, what is it? Uh, pyramid Head? No, it can be spooky. <laughs> We're talking to spooky and scary. And I, and to me, I appreciate both.
1: And that was that was going to be my second choice. It was actually going to be Pyramid Head. So it beat me to that one. Um, but like, I, I think w- when I think of of um, you know one of my first kind of like spooky encounters in video games, it was probably dry bones. Cause you, you squish that, those things in the, you know, the, 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 first time they pop up and you think it's just like a regular Koopa. It's like, Oh, cool. It's a skeleton Koopa. And then it comes back to life. and You're like, Oh shoot. These things are invincible. Essentially. You can slow them down, but you can't stop them. So, um, so I I always loved dry bones for that. I know we've seen dry Bowser and you could pick the ghosts or the booze or whatever, but like for me it's dry bones I think is, is, is deserving to be up there.
0: So I'm going to do something really dumb, Mark. I'm going to save the bat from Castlevania. Cause that damn thing, <laughs> it comes in it, when you're at a jump, it hits you. You hate it. It's scary. It's probably a yep. uh, vampire. You don't know. Cause he hasn't transformed yet. So that's, that's going to be one of mine. The vampire bat from Castlevania.
1: I like it. I like it. Uh, like I said, my next, my next one, I think I, I was trying to pick, pick between pyramid head and Slenderman. go real Ooh. deep with the Slenderman kind of thing. Um, something about pyramid head, man. I just, I gotta, I think I gotta go with that one um as like a, a legit scary character for my my second oh, choice yeah. yeah so creepy
0: i mean I, I and i think of the same thing i think of pyramid head and what goes with pyramid head like one of those weird undead uh nurses from silent hill yeah too. yeah <laughs> yeah
1: they're kind of sexy ideas, but they're very scary it, 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 yeah 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 um so I, yeah i think i'm gonna stick with pyramid head for my second okay
0: very good. I like that. Um,
1: you know, I'm going to go with,
0: and this is kind of generic too, the Resident Evil zombie. And I don't know if it's the first one you encounter in the first Resident Evil. But I mean, so iconic. Just, I mean, or even, you know what? I'm going to change it. The Resident Evil dogs that jump out. Talk about a scariest crap moment.
1: Okay. All right.
0: So I've got like a, a animal thing going on here, but you know what? I'll take it.
1: I like that. That's, that's, that's a good choice. Cause I, I was, I was thinking about zombie and I was trying to go like Mr. X nemesis do I do, that? but I, I was thinking kind of generic zombie, but I like the dog cause that's jump scare legit. Jump. The first one that comes through the window behind you, let's just big bag of nope. Um, I'm going to go with something newer and something that's, that's in the zeitgeist right now. I'm going to go with, um, Freddie. Five Nights at Freddy's. I'm going to go with oh, the, uh, uh animatronic creepy bear. Frizzy Fre- Freddy uh, Freddy Fazbear? Fes- Fa- Fazbear? Yes, bear Fazbear, I Fa- think. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's go. Um newer but still deserving, I think.
0: you see how much of that money that movie made, Mark? 80 million bucks in North America. Okay. And it's on Paramount Plus as well. So the fact that even on oh, wow. streaming, it made that much that's, and like made one
1: hundred thirty million dollars like worldwide. Yeah. That's crazy. That's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's not getting like rave reviews. I've I've seen a no. few people like that I know posting about it. Be like, I really enjoyed that, or I thought that was a good time. But like critic reviews is not not been fantastic.
0: Um, this I don't even know what his name is, but I played this game. It, it was a. It's a really cult game on the PlayStation. Um, it is called Clock Tower, and I don't know if you remember the villain. He's this character with big scissors, Mark, and he's just chasing you around. And the noise that accompanies com- it—it's horrific, and it looks stupid as hell. And the game is not good, but oh man, it was so creepy at a time where. So I have to look up his name. It was uh, I think it's Scissor Man, maybe. But it's from mm. a game called Clock Tower. And there's like three Clock Tower games, which is crazy. So I know that one's going to be like, I'm probably the only guy that knows that, but it, it, probably Ryan Turford as well. Um, but yeah, he's, he's got this weird little scissors. Um, his name is Bo- Scissorman, is actually his name. But there are multiple characters. There's the Scissor Twins and Bobby Burrows, Scissor Guy. So Scissorman. Mm.
1: I, I like it. Um, trying to think, and I'm, I'm tempted to see like the booze from Mario, but I don't want to double up on Mario. I want to, I want to do something different here. Um, uh, what's it, uh, what's your name? S A X Metroid fusion the The parasite that basically turns into the best version of Samus. S A X. Oh, SA-X.
0: I thought you were gonna. Th- I thought you were thinking of like uh, Metroid: uh, Samus Returns. The uh, those creatures that
1: would chase you down. Oh, right. Like well, I mean, moment. yeah, Sim- and, those and things very are crazy, similar. Huh? Yeah, very similar things, but the S A X was just like. You never knew it when it was going to show up. It was like, and you couldn't defeat it. Like at least with the the things in the newer game, like you could defeat yeah. those, you know, like that was part of the game is you had to defeat those things. This thing you just straight up couldn't. Like it was just that the instant death. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go with that one. I think. Okay. Um, I was going to, I was going to, the other one I was trying to think of was maybe the, um, Big daddy, little sister combo. Yeah. That was so creepy. Bioshock. Big daddy. It, 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 he, mm-hmm. he is,
0: he's one bad customer <laughs> yeah. and you yeah. know, he's scary and also tough to, to beat. I mean, Oh boy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, shoot. I, I, and I'm just like, I'm just keeping on going. Uh, the, the, the days you gotta settle Zelda, on it, Mark. Yeah, you can do as Zelda. many, you can I say know. as many as you want. No, you gotta, uh, I'm going to stick with SA, but, uh, but, they're the redead from Zelda just because of the sound mm. that's screeching when they they reach to grab you but no i'm i'm going to stick with um I'll stick with SAX that'll round up my four SA-X cuz sax just yeah. brings up saxophone so <laughs> uh,
0: there's some art there for sax too i i, I you know deviant art probably shouldn't look there nope <laughs> never first mistake rookie mistake todd rookie mistake, <laughs> rookie mistake. um yeah I- i'm gonna go with uh, and this is not it's it, i don't know it, it, this is older than it i probably think it is now and that's the the video games fear which remember it was big on like the 360 right. yeah. um where it was like paranormal first person shooter love that series f dot e dot e day day a dot r dot something it was it? the the federal Examination yeah, unit or something. Acronym, Gotta man. love those names. Uh, but Alma, the little girl who you're in a shoot 'em up level, everything's going all of a sudden this creepy girl shows up and I'm like, What are you? Why are you so freaky? Why do you want to kill yeah. me? Ah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to Alma. So Alma.
1: Okay. Is that it? Have we gone through our I think so. We've had our, our four. So can we, we, can we reach a consensus? I love your zombie dog. hundred percent making it in there.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. and I like, uh, let's see. So give me yours again, just to make sure I've got them.
1: So pyramid head, uh, Freddie, um, SAX and, and dry bones. Okay.
0: So I'm going to choose your pyramid head. Okay. I will remove one off my list. All right, I like it. I like so it. So we got Resident uh, Evil two dogs. Two. We got really, Pyramid yeah. Head. So we got two. Mm-hmm. So what we um, got left. We, I got my, my 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 deep cuts of Elma and Scissor Man, and the My Vampire Bat and Castlevania. That's what I got left.
1: See, and I'm a big. I'm such a big Castlevania fan, and I haven't played the other two games. That I want to give it to the Bat. I want to give it to something from from Castlevania. So I am. 100% good putting that one on there, okay. um, but okay. I will also 100% trust your decision. If you want to veto the bat and place one of the other ones, I will trust you that it's creepier than the bat. So I, I'm i putting that one, I'm choosing the bat, but you, I, I trust your veto if you need to veto this. Okay. I'll veto it, Mark, and put on Freddy. Okay. All right unless that Wait, was going to be no
0: Freddie was one of mine. Oh, I thought that we were okay.
1: No, like fr- replace, replace it. Well, I mean, you could replace it with one of yours if you want to throw Freddie in there or whatever you want to do. Um, so
0: I will replace the vampire bat. I'm putting Alma I need a
1: scary girl. Okay. All right. Um, so it's down a, you get the choice here, Freddie or dry bones. I think. With that, be the choice the, the choices you're left with. So, so who do we have
0: left? So we have got we've got Resident Evil dogs, we've got Pyramid Head, with them on there. Yep, we've got Freddy. Yep. So we got one left. So can we come to? So do we need a spooky rather than a scary? I think we do. I think we do. Okay. So I'm I'm going with dry bones.
1: But yeah. Okay. All right. I, I think like so. It. I mean, I, like are you that. cool with I think that? that's a good mix of like new, old spooky, straight up scary, terrifying, you know, like I think, I think we've got a pretty good mix there. Okay.
0: So let me, let's recount that. So we've got, uh, Freddy Fazbear as president Teddy Roosevelt. (laughs) Teddy, I see
1: what you did there. I like it.
0: (laughs) Freddy, Teddy, uh, you know, Teddy bear. Yeah. All that fun stuff. Uh, we've got the, uh, resident evil dogs, the zombie dogs, uh, Oh, we got a teddy bear we got a dog oh my goodness we got um you know dry bones kind of a dead turtle, turtle? So kind of a turtle
1: dead zombie turtle,
0: turtle. yeah 100%. skeleton turtle yeah yeah yep. dry bones and then last and then we've alma. got pyramid head, <laughs> which, i thought
1: alma was on there wasn't oh, she? oh there?
0: i thought we with the one with pyramid head
1: no i think we're, we're doing we're going with going to alma are not we Oh, or if you want to do Pyramid Head.
0: Uh, no, I, I boycotted uh, Vampire Bat with Alma, didn't right. I?
1: Okay, all right.
0: So what replaced... Okay, so did we miss one?
1: No, it was... Uh... Cap. I, I, I'm i quite perplexed. Okay, so we've got Dry Bones. Or did we swap Dry I mean... Bones with Pyramid? Maybe that's what it was.
0: Could be, yeah. I think that's what I did. And then Alma. Okay. Okay. Cool. So you got two. I got two. I think that's fair.
1: Yeah. Definitely.
0: All right. Scary little girl. uh, Skeleton turtle. uh, Zombie dogs and robotic teddy bear. I like it. All right. Very very good. Well, that is our show. If you disagree and you have your own choices for the uh, Mount Rushmore of scary video game characters, let us know. Uh, if you have a swap in our picks, let us know as well. So with Mark, you know, I'm, I, am you know, disappointed that we couldn't have Lee tonight, but obviously yeah. he, you know, things come up. We totally agree. He's busy getting ready for, uh, you know, a- extra life. So folks, once again, extra life, check it out. Phoenixoverdrive.com. Go support
1: them and, uh, help some sick kids. Mark, yeah. where can people find you? You can find me everywhere as the underscore Uh checking out uh, mostly mostly Instagram threads um, still on X and uh, in our Discord all the time.
0: Yeah, I'm doing the same thing. I'm uh, really getting into threads, uh, which I think everything goes to Instagram anyways, maybe. I think there's some incestuousness things going on there. The same time. company. Uh, but I'm at T-Oxtra on Instagram. Instagram threads and the X and secret friends unite is at secret friends unite on threads also on the X at secret friends you so follow us there for all our stuff so yeah this has been a fun time I know you're gonna enjoy this on Dia de los muertos folks so uh enjoy the video game fun and remember mark thank you for being on everyone have That's a good right, night and remember, folks, it's always better to game together.
1: This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world.